The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, a show that helps you live your best life and reach for the stars. We are streaming live on Facebook, so join us to join in on the conversation at Straight Talk Sandra Reich. It is on the site, and don't forget to like the page. Um, we are continuing with a topic that we really started last week when we had the amazing Mayte Gomez on the show. Uh, we wanted to talk last week, we talked about self-love, but this week we really wanted to go to romantic fantasy. So let me tell you, if you didn't see last week's show, a little bit about my guest. Um, she is a friend and a colleague and a brilliant clinician. She is a licensed psychotherapist, a body specialist, um, works at the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression, very popular therapist and she is also the co-director with myself of empowered women workshops and the co-author with myself of a book that we wrote a couple of years ago called now called once upon a time how cinderella grew up and became a happy empowered woman which is very related to this topic of romantic fantasy because it starts early in our fairy tales um she has like a wealth of knowledge with that background in psychology and body work and with her and i discussing our own struggles in our life uh we conquered a lot of these things ourselves so welcome back to the show Mayte. i'm so happy to have you here to talk about romantic fantasy thank you so much i'm so happy to be here it's been so much fun when i've been on so i'm very excited to be on again on your show sandra well thank you and you know as i look at you i think back to you were always a little bit better with romantic fantasy than me and i think back to why that is and i'm going to start with a very personal story is that uh, my parents had a marriage where they were in psychology we call it very enmeshed they were together all the time Mm. every moment of the day and so i thought that was what romance looked like so they would just just peer in each other's eyes and if they couldn't be without the other and i thought that was incredible incredibly romantic. And I remember I would struggle with romantic fantasy a lot. I was like very unhappy uh, when things didn't appear like a movie to me. And I remember you had less trouble with it. And maybe you can share with our listeners why this was easier for you because of your parental background. Well, definitely. My parents were not doing that many things together. And uh, they definitely grew more and more apart. I could, you know, they were never fighting. So 
we'll learn that maybe this is not such a great sign. But eventually they got divorced and everything like that. So it, it was, I think that by the time that they divorced, they might have saved me from the romantic fantasy at that point. But definitely it's, it. I saw something quite different than what you saw. And you so, saw your mother survive it. You saw your mother yes. and father survive it. Yeah. And so the, it also gave you the idea that um, it, the, fantasy, the fantasy got broken basically in your life. I mean, that love yeah. doesn't always work out. Love doesn't always work out. But what I can tell you is that my mom definitely was stuck in romantic fantasy. So when the divorce uh, came between my parents, she was, it was really a hard hit on her. And she had to rebuild herself because I can honestly tell you that she lived that as a failure. And uh, that's hard. That's hard to see your mom going through feeling that she failed life because her marriage didn't work out. Because it's not that she didn't try it, it's that it didn't work out. And so for me, that was definitely a wake-up call. I'm like, wow. So you work this hard and you identify yourself with your relationship to end up not knowing who you are anymore? No, 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 no. So I'm happy to report that she had to do some work, but she did. Okay. So I think we should start with what romantic fantasy entails. And I'm glad that your mom did her work and figured that out. Um, so I think it starts early in childhood with this idea of the fairy tales. So yeah. it starts with one day my prince will come. And it's ingrained in women in particular, in our minds that someone is going to rescue me. Yeah. And then I will be okay. Yeah. I will finally be okay. So Prince Charming is going to come and I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And it's quite fascinating. And you know, the rescuing can be many different things. It can be just that person is going to love me. That love will rescue me. It's not always a question that he will build a castle. He will be a millionaire and then I will be saved and anything like that. Just the fact of being loved. But isn't that interesting that someone loving you would save you? Well, it suggests that there's something missing in you. And our last show on self-love goes with this because it suggests that there's something missing in me. And, you know, the famous line from the Tom Cruise movie. And, you know, most of us watched that movie at the time and went like, oh, my God, that's so romantic of you complete me, which as a therapist now, like I can't imagine a more dysfunctional sentence. Yes. And I have to admit that I shed a tear when I heard that for the first <laughs> yes. time. So I, I get that. I'm like, oh, my God. And then learning more and more about life and relationship, I'm like, Oh no, this is not good. No, no. So you complete me suggests again that there's something missing in me. And mm. the problem is that when, and I think that where I really want to go with this is I also want to give some of the science is so when we first fall in love, uh, there is like a, like a love potion that happens in your brain and, uh, all the fear centers of the brain shut down and you get a whole nice little surge of dopamine, which is the crack cocaine of the brain and everything feels like magical and so the danger of this romantic fantasy is that it does feel like all, all your fears are gone and the person gets you they're finishing your sentence your sentences and the, you feel safe in areas that you perhaps never felt safe in and where it goes wrong and the fantasy in the first place is to even buy into that i mean we're all gonna it's good to fall in love it's a great feeling yeah but the fear centers come back it's got about a two-year shelf life and so and then all your stuff comes back and if it was based solely on that dopamine crack cocaine of the brain 
now you fall like a, like a fly. You're oh, in trouble. You're absolutely right. And, you know, I just realized something with you saying this is that you're saying and you, you might feel safer or safe in areas that you never felt safe yes. before. Yes. But the thing is, what I realized with you just saying this is that it is not about the other person. It's about that my fear center is shut down. <laughs> so it's it's it might have nothing to do with it's, the person in front of me. That's well, somewhat narcissistic when you think about it. I mean, the other person is your wound match. And I mean, that's really like deep psychological stuff that goes on and it's not saying that you can't like I'm, I'm I'm still married to the man who I had the dopamine crack cocaine response with so you can still have a wonderful love relationship but our love relationship now is very different than the romantic fantasy I mean the romantic yeah. fantasy felt like drugs you know not that I'm saying I take drugs but if it, it feels very heady it feels very like <gasps> like, like, oh my God, you know, yeah, like you yeah, can't yeah. get enough of the person. So yeah, of course it's, it's liberation for the fear centers to shut down. The problem is now the fantasy that's okay. Everybody goes through that. But my fantasy had a lot to do with Cinderella, had a lot to do with the movie. So he was always supposed to save me. So then what happens when, you know, the courtship like eventually cools down a little bit, like you get safe and comfortable with each other and yeah. he's got to save himself too. And he suddenly isn't like, can't like he's not just staring in my eyes all the time um that doesn't feel so good well of course not and what you're describing right now that means that at at one you know that's that's basically when you're in uh what 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 is the word i'm looking for when you're you're in honeymoon period yeah okay sorry about that honeymoon period and and eventually it phases out yeah so then my fear center center would then come back up is that what's happened yeah okay so i fall in love and my fear center shuts down but then i'm figuring i've found my prince well yeah because you can do anything now yeah and i'm figuring this is what the relationship is going to look like for the duration. Yeah. Now, I remember reading a few years ago, and I, I really like this line, uh, that, um, you know, even though we wrote, and it, we wrote in, maybe it's our line, I don't even know. I think we, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I didn't read it. Maybe it's ours. I'm not sure. Um, but in, in our Cinderella book, we, you know, um, once upon a time, how Cinderella grew up and became a happy, empowered woman, in case you're wondering what I'm referring to, that if you look carefully, if you watch the movie Cinderella, is Cinderella was happy before her prince came. So it's very interesting because we watch the movie and it's these Disney fairy tales often one day my prince will come. Yes. But Cinderella was happy on her own. She was singing with the birds. She was singing with the birds. And I think we miss that, is that love is icing on the cake. And we're really into love. Maintain our into love. Don't get scared. We're into romance. Yes. But she was happy herself. She was good with herself. And then there's a love relationship. A romantic fantasy is, I'm not doing good. I haven't met that special someone. I'm never really going to feel good until I meet that special someone. Not to be complete, not for your life, not to be complete for yourself, not to be complete until you have that special special person. I mean, that's, wow. Uh, That's a little scary. It's hard because, Mete, we also know through psychology that we are social creatures. Connection is linked with our vitality, our immune system. Um, so um, getting together with someone is healthy for you. Mm. So we don't want to send the wrong message by the show. But we also, um, so we're not saying that, at least I'm not saying, and I don't think you are either, that uh, getting together with someone is a good thing. It's a nice thing. And if you want to date, go on a dating site or whatever you need to do. We have an episode on dating. Go back into the archives with someone who's amazing. 
Uh, but, um, but that someone, that person who you're going to spend your, your life with or procreate with or whatever is going to complete you and that all your pain will go away is the romantic fantasy. And I know for myself, it felt like the first time there was a fight or there was unpleasantness in the house or if it got boring even. It really didn't, it felt like something was wrong. And I see people leave their relationships over and over and over again for different versions of the same person. Yes, it's true. And, you know, a little problem occurs or a medium problem occurs and it's too much trouble to actually work on the problem. Let's just change partners because the problem is actually this one is not the right one. I mean, wow, that's that's quite a roller coaster there. It's hard because, you know, um, it, we'll come back and we'll talk about strategies to make sure that you don't get caught in the romantic fantasy and still get to have romance. Because I remember my mom used to say, they never show someone shaving their armpits in a movie. I love that. But I love that she said it because my mom's not alive and she never lived to see me become a therapist, unfortunately. And I think she was like a natural therapist because she was pointing out the fact that real life is gritty and you do have to shave your armpits and there's like gross moments and you know your husband's taking up more than half the bed or leaving his socks on the floor or whatever it may be I'm, I'm not talking about anything personal of course not um, but there's disagreements there's, it's not romantic no. like there's, there's nothing romantic about that and yet there's something very romantic about it if you look at it in a different way so don't go away we'll be right back with Straight Talk with Santa Risha and we'll continue this conversation A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness.
You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We are back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. I always want to mention a special thank you to Spa Maneri, West Island's best spa. Call them at 514-695-5040. And remember, if you live in the Montreal area and you mention Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, you get 15% off on any of their services. They've got facials. They've got massages. They've got skin treatments. What a wonderful thing to do for yourself. So thank you, Spa Maneri. And check them out at 514-695-5040. Four zero or on Facebook at Spaminary. So I'm um, back with Mete Gomez. We're talking about romantic fantasy, and we left off on this idea of that real life can be a little bit gritty. But I think there can be romance in that. I, you know, as an older woman, I uh, hate to say that, but that is the truth. Um, I had an incredible romantic fantasy, meaning I fell very hard in love with my husband when I met him. It was like like an incredible love story. Like it, I honestly, you know, the story. I'm not going to go into it. I think it really could have, like, the beginning could have been like out of a movie yes um, definitely our song was Shania Twain like uh, they said like, I don't want to sing but basically you'll never make it and we made it and then I went through a very difficult stage when the romantic fantasy stage ended and a lot of it is the fear center is coming back but a mm-hmm. lot of it is also that I was a movie buff and I you know I would feel like I've talked to you about New Year's Eve and I felt like moments certain moments like birthdays and those things should go a certain way and when they didn't i would feel absolutely awful and shaving armpits or socks on the floor and those things those did not make me feel romantic they made me feel irritated and like other people are living a different life than i am and i mentioned this to you mate because i know now that i've you know uh worked through a romantic fantasy a lot of times through talking with you and through the work we did in our book Mm -hmm. is that um First of all, there is romance in the fact that my husband behaves like my husband and I love my husband. So there's romance in that. But I'm around other people who go to restaurants and they they see they see couples looking in each other's eyes and they buy into it. What do you say about this? Like, you know what I mean? Like you're at the restaurant and it looks like the couple's doing great and you start to compare your relationship or the Facebook phenomena, same thing. That's also part of romantic fantasy. It definitely is. And the problem is that you think you know what you're looking at, but it's a snapshot, you know? Maybe they were separated for a year and now it's their reunion after a year. So can you imagine how that year was? You don't know. Right. And so we're we're going off a little bit into thinking that we know what's going on for the other person. And listen, we're social creatures. We all do this. So when we're out in public, some people are very, very good with, you know, showing the best part. But is that the real part? Right. Is that the real part? Right. So so you're comparing something that you don't even know. You're inventing the story as you go. So why do we buy into this romantic fantasy? Like, why do we love it so much? What's the addiction? What's it all about, Mayte? Wow, that's a good question. I mean, there's probably many answers, but we've been socialized as women, you know, what... Who, who were we uh, really connected with when we were growing up? And it's the princesses, right? Yeah. And what's the value of a princess? She gets chosen by the prince or by whatever, or the, the knight in shining armor, and then poof, happily ever after. So, so we've been socialized this way that if you get chosen, 
that that means that you've made it. Okay. And that's very sad. That is very, very sad. And if you're not chosen, what does that mean then? Well, I guess you might not be good enough. Okay. I guess you, you, you failed or something like that. No, doesn't that lead to people being abused in relationships, I would imagine? Because if, if it means that if I've been chosen by someone that I have a higher value than someone who hasn't been chosen, then I must stay married to this person because to leave, keep my social status value. Yeah. You're really talking about something very important and very big in particular for women. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's very scary, uh, honestly, because what your value as a person will drop if you're not married if you don't have someone who chose you. Yeah. I mean, I feel sick inside just saying these things because I don't want that to be true for anybody. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's well, wrong. What, what do we say though? Like, you know, what can we say to somebody who feels like, but you know, and many of my clients feel this way, like, but there's something wrong with me. If I, if I'm not like someone's not choosing me, like, how, like I understand everything you're saying and it's not true, but you know, it's easy for you to say you're in a marriage and you're in a relationship, like easy for you to say that. True. But the thing is you're in a position where you're giving all your power. Okay. It, 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 your power is out there in the hands of the person that will choose you. Right. And and that's very dangerous. So may you be with someone, may you be alone. If you're giving your power away, you're putting yourself out of balance and I think emotionally a little bit in danger. Okay. It's, it's not a good thing. And so definitely. So, and what about you? What do you think about, about this? If you're, if you're, if you're doing this, if you're saying, what do you say to your clients when they go to that place, when they go, Oh, I don't know. I don't know about this. You know, I'm not, if I'm not chosen, then it doesn't work for me. I need to be chosen. I need to get married. What happens? Well, for, there's a lot of levels to that because I also think that they, when you're not in a relationship, you glamorize relationships. Mm. And I think I'll, I, I am in a relationship and I'm in a happy relationship and I, I really love being in a relationship. Uh, but I also think that um, I think that people don't uh, realize that relationships have price tags, just like mm-hmm. being single have price tags. So I think they're forgetting that. They're only thinking about the romantic fantasy. They're only thinking again about everything that's good about a relationship. So yeah. it's it can be argued that there's a lot of great things about relationships, but there are a lot of great things about being single also. And I do look back on the years of my life fondly when I was single and where, you know, and I mean, I love my kids and I love my husband, but I remember what it was to feel like, like I had not a care in the world. And I think Mm. that it comes a little bit to the fact that there's nothing wrong to wanting to get into a relationship, but be careful that you, your idea of what a relationship is not a romantic fantasy. Uh, okay, so to to accept that it's real, to accept that it's not only the good. No, it's it's good and bad. It really is good and bad. So there's pros and cons, because all of a sudden it starts to seem and and for some reason married people want to fix up single people, so that you know and you know if I'm really dark I could say so that they could be as miserable as the people are fixing them up. I mean, again, I believe that there are definitely a, a, thank God a lot of happy marriages out there. But I lead couple retreats. And um, people don't get a manual on coupledom, and they're they're really struggling. I'm really treating a lot of couples with a lot of really really tough situations. So to be a happy couple and to have a love relationship, it's definitely we have the science now. We can it's definitely learnable. That's the good news. Yeah. But it's no easy feat. It's you know you have to find someone who's willing to do the work with you. It's no easy feat. So I think it's great to want to be in a couple, but I think you have to know what you're signing up for, and you also have to be very uh, discriminate. You want to be very careful 
careful about who you're choosing to share your life with. Uh, I think that's another very important point, which no one taught me and I wish someone had. Well, that's very good. But what does it take to actually get to a happy couple? You know, you're teaching this in your retreats. What, what, what are the recipes? What are the ingredients to get to, to get to that point where you can say, okay, it's real. It's not a fantasy, but we're, 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 we're happy. Um, I, you know, I think that that's a great question, Mete. Thank you for that question. I think that, uh, and I'll be curious your answer as well. I think that one thing for sure is um, your partner has to want to work on the relationship as much as you do. Um, mm. They don't have to want to work on it the same way as you do because people are different. But I think that the same way, and I always think of my little girl who tells me sometimes her legs hurts because she has growing pains. Yeah. I think that there's growth. And I think that this idea that you marry someone till death do us part, although romantic in nature, it's really hard to say that because, and I really hope that is the case in my marriage, but the, the thing life happens and you change and there's a dance going on. And I think that as I grow, I need to be with someone who's going to grow with me because if the person doesn't grow with you, the love starts to die. So then what happened to the, we never see Cinderella. What happens as you know, the bills come in and, <laughs> and the children start screaming and yeah. is, is he helping her with household chores? Yeah. Is he picking up the groceries? Is he changing the diapers? What's happening here? Or does Cinderella go back to school and say, you know what, I'm going to make my own money. And you know what, I'll, I'll get a nanny because you're not helping. I don't need you. You're not, you're, the, you're not the prince anymore. We never find that out. Yeah, it's it's only the dopamine stage, basically. And yeah. after that, it's happily ever after. So there's no manual out there. Well, thank God that you're actually leading some retreats on that to give people manual because we're lost. We're well, lost. yeah. Well, so we need someone who's going to do it. And at the retreats, it's, you bring that up. We learn also that we almost without that knowledge, we actually probably will hurt each other. We probably will say things like the first or two, we talked a lot about the past, how you replay the past in your relationships, yeah. your wounds come out and you replay them at this one that I'm just about to leave on. It's about the importance of talking from a soft place and your vulnerable feelings, but you have to trust someone to do that. So you need what, what Dr. Johnson calls a safe haven, a safe place to fall. Now, how many of us think of that when we're in romantic fantasy? Well, that's very hard. And the thing is, you know, when you're in romantic fantasy, you you might trust the person, yes, but you're not coming from all of yourself. You're just showing the best part of yourself. Right. So then it's quite different when you're not anymore in honeymoon period and your fear center starts to be active again, then your fear center is active. And then part of the work that you have to do, what you're saying is that you have to trust the person. Absolutely. I mean, that sounds like it's it's not so easy. It's really not. And when we come back, I really want to hear about what you think um, is needed to, you know, go into a relationship and not go into it with a romantic fantasy, but still have the romance of the relationship. Because I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I want mm. people to have romance in their life. I want you to believe in love. Romantic love is a very special concept. And it's a very important stage that we go through. But I think that, you know, as again, having led these retreats now, we see time and time again, um, an incredible transformation that goes on in the couples as they start to learn a little bit more about themselves and their part of the dance in a relationship. So it is not, and that comes back to one day my prince will come and rescue me. That would suggest you're not part of the dance, but you are part of the dance. You're yeah. always part of the dance. So that means when it goes well, you're part of the dance. And when it doesn't go well, you're part of the dance and don't go away because we're going to talk about what happens if it's not going well in your relationship 
relationship. We have lots of tips and strategies. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We'll be right back. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We're back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Um, we hit upon an important topic, and you know, actually, it's very dear to my heart when things go wrong because I, I like yourself. I work with a lot of couples, and I see you know some pretty dark moments that go on for couples, and I think you do too. Yeah. When the romantic fantasy, when it's not turning out the way they thought, and they start really hurting each other, what is your thought on that? Like about this, the dangers of romantic fantasy, and why does why do couples fall so hard when they buy into the romantic fantasy? Well, you're as we were saying a little bit before is that basically you give the locus of control outside of yourself and it's someone else's job to make sure that you're going to be happy and then you choose that person you're head over heels in love with them and then they 
either they don't deliver or they stop delivering. And so you go, oh, oh, my life is going south. It's not going well. And then it's very easy to feel bitter and to start to punish the other person because you feel that you've been robbed of your of your potential or your rights to be happy. Right. That's very awful. Yeah. That's very awful. And 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 then you start to become uh, probably not your best self. Right. Because you're like, okay, you took something away from me. You took something away from me. Yeah. And what I really loved what you were saying before is basically it's a dance okay so you always have a part to play in it and that's very important that's right. very very important because if I say if I say it's only uh, always the other person's fault well I have no locus of control over what's going on that's that's a very scary and sad statement and, and the good news is like when the couples find out that they're they they're part of the dance it is actually helpful because it means that I'm gonna find out something about myself a which is always interesting to find out something about yourself we spend our whole lives learning about ourselves and B that I actually have, you know, again, a chance to repair things. So, you know, I think of like, I'm, I'm leaving on Saturday. So one of the exercises is on the attack defendants. So, you know, you attack your partner and then you say your partner's so defensive. So your part of the dance is how are you approaching your partner when you're upset about something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had it coming. He's not behaving. Well, I understand that, but is it going to get you what you want? So these tools are extremely important, but again, I don't see these tools in the movie of you complete me I don't hear them in you know a song that used to bring me to tears was a song where he says if I could have you back I'd give up seven years of my life I thought that was the most romantic song I've ever heard now let's think about this now that we're therapists if I could have you back I'd give up seven years of my life that's so dysfunctional. That is not even funny. Would you give up seven years of your life? No. For like, I mean, I know it sounds nice, but it's, it's, it's very cute. It's very, ah, but the thing is, it's like, wow, really? So it's the equivalent of, I would, I would cut a limb out to be with you. It's just like, okay. Uh, we, we did a show not too long ago about self-love. So we do know we, we talked about the reach equation there right about you know the love that you have uh, inside of you that it's 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 equivalent to the love that you have outside of you if you're willing to do that to yourself to have someone else come back it's it's not going to end well and just imagine if you did cut off that limb and now the person comes back and you're having your first fight oh yeah what's the first thing that comes out of your mouth why did i give up my leg yeah exactly (laughs) So um, it sounds really nice, and those songs would bring me to tears. So um, part of it is is learning to have an adult relationship, and I think that's part of the romantic fantasy is somewhat childlike, and it it plays on our childlike wonder. And I, I I don't think we should lose that childlike wonder. And I think that you know there are moments that we have like that, and I, I'm not that much of a cynic that we can't have childlike wonder. But I think that we need as we need to also have this idea of an adult relationship and what does that look like so in the Cinderella one day my prince will come it's almost like she's just gonna look pretty and he's gonna rescue her Mm -hmm. what happens with aging in that story like how's that gonna work well not very good yeah because if you're good enough if you're pretty enough you will be chosen 
And then what? But then, but then you, you know, we live in a society, you know, where a lot of people would say that youth is much more beautiful. And so you do lose your looks. So then I have to worry if the prince goes back to the ball and has another glass slipper woman. Yeah. So, I, you know, so, so I guess we have to go to what, you know, I said, I promised we'd give some strategies. So what would an adult relationship look like? So for me, I said to you that for, I think one of the criteria is I really ask people, I ask women all the time when they start dating to write down uh, the qualities they want and to be very careful because you can't have every quality to be very careful that they write, really order them. Like, so if you say gorgeous and rich and that's all very nice, but make sure that if you're putting that ahead of loyalty and wants to work together with me in an adult relationship, work as a team, well, then that's what you're going to get. You're going to yeah. get someone as gorgeous and rich, but they, they may not be willing to work with you. And you might say right now, well, why can't I have both? You might be able to have both, but you definitely need to be clear. So for me, part of breaking the romantic fantasy, and I want to know your opinion on this, is to also um, have that wondrous, like, you know, there has to be an attraction. That's the difference between romantic love and other love. There have to be an attraction Absolutely. between my husband and I, and there still is. There, that had to be there. That's important. And that's, that's, that's a je ne sais quoi. That's not on a list. But, um, you know, loyalty, for example, for me is extremely important. You know, I see lots of romantic couples with incredible stories, but there's no loyalty between them. And for me, that would not work whatsoever. So what do you think are the, you know, for people who are struggling right now, what is the criteria for like, I say write things down and definitely at the top of the list is someone who wants to work on this relationship with you. That's my thought. What is your thought on this? What's a criteria for a healthy adult relationship? You're a therapist. Respect. Respect. There has to be respect. Okay. There has to be respect. Absolutely. And I, I definitely that. I, I love also wanting to work together, wanting to work on this. That's that's a very good point. Uh, loyalty, very important because you want the things that will really carry you through the tough times also. Definitely. Um, How would I know someone's re being respectful or not? I actually agree. You know, I'm famous for saying respect is not negotiable. Yeah. And so are you. Um, how would I know if someone's being respectful or how would like our listeners, how do they know if someone's being respectful or not respectful? Like how, how would they know that? Well, basically you, you, you have your boundary, you verbalize it. This is not okay with me. And will they outright cross that boundary or not? Or will they go, Oh really? Okay. I think I can do that for you. It's basically, it's, it's respect. I mean, certain things, they have to be named other things, maybe not so much, but I think that that's the best thing is really, really to name it and to see what is the person going to do with that? I think you're right. And I think that when we, you know, for myself with this romantic fantasy, it would have never occurred to me to be evaluating when I'm dating someone, if they're respectful, all I cared about is if they loved me and you know, if I, that feeling was there and if they just loved me, it was, it was enough. And you know, in, in the Cinderella book, we definitely, um, have the line that love is not enough. It's not enough. Why? It's, Why is love not? As a matter of fact, we have a line. We have a great line. Absolutely. Do you remember it? Yes. Go ahead. Love without respect dies. Okay. And that's from the Cinderella book. Absolutely. Book. Why? Uh, yeah. Why would well, you say such nonsense? Huh? Because, because you can have love, but you're also going to have disagreements and fights. And if you're not going to be able to respect each other when you're having disagreements and when you're having 
having fights, then you're going to damage the love. And it, the love will not be enough to sustain you for years and decades because you're going to face a lot of things where you're not agreeing on. That's part of life. I couldn't agree more. As a matter of fact, I, I, you know, I remember when we coined that sentence together for the book, mm. uh, love without respect dies. And I really hope people are taking that in because, uh, I, I really struggled in my life because I, it, with this concept, because I was never taught anything about respect and it's so important to be respected in a relationship and, um, to feel disrespected. Uh, there's no question. How can you stay in love with someone who's trampling on you and, you know, treating you like you're like dirt on the grounds and, not respecting your needs. And yet we don't think of this when we do the romantic fantasy. We only think that as long as we'll be loved, it will be all okay. Okay. Well, someone can, you know, in abusive relationships, people get beat up in the name of love. I only beat you because I love you. I, nobody wants to be in that situation. Yeah. It's awful. It's really awful. But then if I stay in a relationship where I'm not respected, then for sure, this is going to affect my self-love greatly. So I'm spiraling down right away. Okay, so we've got respect, we've got uh, working on the relationship together. So these are things that have to be considered even when we're heads, our head is in the clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, maybe when we come back from the break, we can talk a little bit more. I'm curious about um, what your thoughts are, and I have a few also on, um, what do you do about that? You know, I told you about the New Year's Eve syndrome. What do you do about that? I mean, I know what I did. What do you do about that turkey dinner? Um, I, sh- I did a pre-record earlier today on um, for Thanksgiving, uh, American Thanksgiving on, you know, how disappointed people get at Christmas and and um, Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve. And that's a type of romantic fantasy, too. Mm-hmm. Is it has to be a certain way. And if it's not that way. So what is the antidote to not falling? Like, should we just give up our fantasies? And uh, there's a bit of a cliffhanger. We'll come back on it. But do we give up our fantasies? Do I am I not allowed to be excited about New Year's Eve? Am I not? Should I be listening to the show and going, oh, well, love is OK. It's just not great. And Christmas is going to be average. Is that the answer or is there a way to ha- keep the fantasy without destroying ourselves? So uh, think about that. Um, and we'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Rich. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health and Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. 
Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We are back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich and such an important topic, Mete, and I left a cliffhanger on this idea of what what are people supposed to do? Are they not allowed to be excited about Christmas and Thanksgiving and New Year's and, and, and love lives? Like, it's done? No. I think that the magic is very important, but to try and control the magic is where we go wrong. So you can be excited when the holidays are coming, but if your holidays are going to be okay, if if you're eating, you know, this meal and then, you know, an hour and a half after there's this happening and this happening, when you're trying to control it too much, then it escapes you. So I would say to live in the moment, be excited, look forward to things, but be in the moment and really be present and take it in instead of trying to control it. What if it's not going well? What if it's not going well? It's New Year's Eve. I remember New Year's Eve where I think this is when I really changed. I remember New Year's Eve where we were actually moving into our home and uh, we had this wonderful plan and we got into a fight and it was a non-respectful kind of fight. And so Mm -hmm. I took my exit and I went back to our previous place and I had this beautiful bottle of champagne in the fridge and I he stayed at the new house and I stayed to me it was like the worst day of my life I can't believe I can even talk about it now it seemed like the worst day of my life that can you imagine on New Year's Eve we were separate from each other and actually I think it was the beginning of my empowerment that you know what it is just a day New Year's Eve and it is important to me but not at the cost of respect so I toasted myself in the mirror and we both lost that New Year's Eve unfortunately but you know what would you say to somebody like for me I doing that helped me Tremendously, yeah. tremendously. It's a great act of self-love, and it's also to trust the other person in the relationship. Is to go. This is not the end because we have one bad day, even if it falls on a holiday. But at the same time, it's to not negotiate yourself. Right. Really, not negotiate yourself. And what if it's not like a fight that you have to leave, but it's just you're at a family dinner and it's not going well, and you're not having it's Christmas, and you're not having the Christmas morning you had hoped. So you say be in the moment so I'm in the moment and I'm looking at my kids and it's just not the Christmas morning I'd hoped for so what are you telling yourself mate well at this point uh, for me it would be a lot of self-soothing and going back to self-love is like okay I had high expectations they're not happening it doesn't mean I don't love 
the people I have in front of me. It means I don't like the moment I have in front of me. What can I do to make this better for me? And maybe by doing this, I soften my way and it makes it better for those people too. But that's not the goal. The goal is really to take care of me. It's okay. It's okay. It needs to be deed, 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 not so dramatic. Dra- dramatic. Dr- dramatic. Not yeah. so dramatic because it's not the end of the world. It's sad. It's not the end of the world. It's basically the same work that we do when we're anxious. You know, it's to bring it back to, yeah, it's painful. I'm not dying. This is going to be okay. It's not the end. Yeah, and it's funny. I, I seem to recall that you over the years sometimes would tell me things like, and I, I think I've used this strategy, is it's not the only Christmas I'm going to have in my life too. Yeah. So you get another chance. You get you get to do it over. Perspective. Yeah. Perspective. Yeah. Definitely. That, yeah. that helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that another thing to consider in the topic of romance, not romantic fantasy and romance, is that it's not something that can be forced. You know, mm. I remember like I used to say things like, okay, ask me romantic. It's like, no, no. No, and it doesn't work like that. So no. sometimes like the romantic moments are very unexpected. So they're not always on New Year's Eve. No, they're not always on New Year's Eve. It's really a lot about flow, I find, for myself. Yeah. You know, when you feel yourself in the flow and you're meeting the other person and they're in the flow and that it's it sparkles. There's sparkles there. So that's wonderful. But I'm going to miss that if I'm not taking a breather. I'm going to miss that if I'm not living in the moment. Right. So I guess my way to reclaim the romantic romantic fantasy is to really is to slow down and live in the moment yeah because that's where the magic happens yeah and I guess you know one more thing that I want to make sure we get out there is that there is you know this romantic fantasy for women in particular um of I uh, glorifying also the person they're dating which you know you can be in love with them yeah um that's fine but glorifying and idealizing them that you're now complete with them I think there's something that happens also to the other person that can turn a very nice person into quite an awful person what say you well uh, yes they can come uh, become a narcissistic don't you think I do just, yeah just thinking you know well you know I I am the center of this person's life look at me I must be great I am great Yes, it's, it's I, I would find that very dangerous to give someone that level of power over your life. Yeah, but we do. We do. We do it when we get into romantic fantasy, like yeah. you can't breathe if you're without the person. You know, we do it. So really, it's very important to um, to come back to living in the moment is also and to come back to the other show we've done today on yeah. self-love is to come back to I'm in love. This person's wonderful. It's amazing. Some days are good. Some days are bad. But I'm OK no matter what. I'm okay with, I'm okay without, I'm going to be okay. And it's, you know, for people breaking up, they're going to say that's too flip, you know, glib to say that. Like, it's not easy to go through a breakup. And no, I wouldn't be happy if my marriage was ending. It's not an easy thing. Um, but it is that that person is not all of me. That's it. Is that we do have preferences. We do prefer maybe to stay with the husband we have, to stay with the wife we have. We do have a preference. But if we're not able to get that preference, we're still going to be okay. Yes. Yeah, that's very important. I love that. I love it too. And I love the way you express yourself on this. And I know your words are immortalized in your book. So can you tell people the name of the book 
and where they can get it. Well, it's how Cinderella grew up and became a happy, empowered woman. And you can get it at Amazon.com. Okay. It's, 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 you know, I mean, I'm a little biased. It's true, but it is, it's a little book, but I, and we're never writing a book again because it was a lot of work, but yeah. Um, it's never a little say book, never. Never say never. <laughs> but it's chock full of these kinds of conversations and how we get ourselves into trouble. And at the end of the day, I think we all want the same thing. We want to feel loved and be loved. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, but there's many components to the recipe, like a good uh, vegetable soup. There's a lot in there and there's oh. a lot to learn. Yeah, yeah. you're laughing. I, no, I love that. I love that. No, definitely. It's not just, you know, find the person, get the fix, and then boom, your life is perfect because that was the right person. It's too much. It's, it's, it's work. But the thing is, it's a beautiful thing because you get to be partners in that work. It's, it is a beautiful thing. And that's, that's why I am so excited to be taking those couples on the retreat because to see when people are willing to do the work, it is magical. So, um, it's, it's something awesome. Absolutely. Now I've, I've seen some of your, your clients, you know, they go on the retreat and I see them when they come back and I definitely see the magic. I mean, everybody should definitely go towards tools like that to make their life better because we don't have to stay bitter about the fantasy. There is ways to make your life good, happy, and you take control again and you're, you're safe and happy. Yeah. That's what you provide for people. That's no, quite amazing. Well, not only me, lots of other people, uh, but I do think it's important that people know that that's out there and yeah. to make you really live your romantic dreams because you can. I want to thank you, Maytay, for coming on Straight Talk once again. Um, you're a, bl- a brilliant cl- clinician, I can't speak, as I said at the beginning of the show. If people want to get a meeting with you, uh, where do they call? What do they do? Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression, and uh, the number is 514-796-4357. So thank you so much, Mete, for being on Straight Talk. It's a huge honor. Thank you. It's a blast. Um, I'd also like to thank, of course, our listeners from all over the world for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. I'd like to invite all of you to come back next week if you're interested in uh, Once Upon a Time, How Cinderella Grew Up and Became a Happy Empowered Woman, our couple retreats, our women's retreats, our therapy or other media that was mentioned on this show or previous shows, check out helpforanxietydepression.com. Don't forget also to check out straighttalksandrareach.com slash radio gifts to get free gifts from this show just for you. Um, check out our Facebook page, also Straight Talk with Sandra Reach, and feel free to leave a question for me or any of our guests. And by the way, remember to like us while you're there. You can hear this or any prior show as a podcast on my website, on the podcast app of your iPhone and iTunes, under Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Uh, drop me a comment or a question anytime at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. If you're a professional and you're looking for training or a speaker, remember I'm your source for evidence-based practice and education. I am Sandra Reich, and I do promise I'll help you to learn to live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, this is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.